do you sometimes feel that your emotions get the better of you? Sometimes maybe you act or react in ways that you wish later on that you hadn't. Today, I'm going to be talking about emotional regulation and just how learning some emotional regulation techniques can really transform your life and your relationships. If you'd like to find out more about how to create fulfilling relationships, head over to therelationshipmaze.com where you can also take our free online conflict style quiz and discover your conflict style in relationships and what you can do about it. And press subscribe right now. Welcome to today's podcast. And as it's New Year, this podcast is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be talking about emotional regulation, why it's so important, and I'm going to be taking you through a couple of exercises that can help you learn how you can regulate your emotions when you practice. So what is emotional regulation? So emotional regulation is all about managing our emotions and our impulses. And it's a really important part of our psychological and physical well-being. We learn all about emotional regulation from childhood. Um, sometimes we don't have the best experiences that help us learn how to regulate in ways that serve us in the future. So it may be things that we need to learn later on. But just to give you an example, can you think about a time when recently maybe you've responded in a way that you regretted later on? Maybe you said something or you did something and even just half an hour later or just a few minutes later, you're thinking, why did I say that or why did I do that? Or it could be in a situation where somebody else is saying something or doing something and you find that it makes you angry or upset or anxious. And suddenly you behave and respond in a way that, that doesn't serve that situation in the best way. It may make it worse. And later on, when you reflect on it, you think, well, yeah, I got caught up by my emotions. I let my emotions take control of me. And this is a common experience that sometimes we feel that our thoughts and our emotions almost take over. Now, first of all, feeling strong emotions is really healthy. But learning how to deal with those emotions and learning how to respond in an appropriate way is really crucial for our future well-being. In fact, when we don't know how to do this, it can perpetuate those negative emotions. We can hold on to them for hours, days, weeks. And even worse, when we go into similar situations in the future, we end up responding in a similar way and not getting results that, that we want. It can have it can have negative repercussions in our interactions. It can damage our relationships. In fact, in relationships, if you've ever got into an argument, and we talked about this in a previous podcast where we talked about arguments, if you've ever got into an argument, you may sometimes find that after a while, you've forgotten what you're even arguing about. 
you get so caught up in the emotion, you get caught up in the anger or whatever that emotion is that you experience then. It can be really important to learn how to self-regulate. Now, when we have strong emotions, whether it's anger, whether it's anxiety, whether it's irritation, we experience physical and psychological responses or mental responses. So it's not just our thoughts, it's also in our body. In fact, our body tends to increase the production of certain stress hormones. So we might have a higher, um, higher heart rate, our blood pressure increases, our temperature, our breathing rate increases. These are some of the experiences that we have when our body goes into the fight, flight or freeze response. People find that they may get angry. They might have uh, swings in their emotions or experiencing negative emotions. Self-regulation is, is a skill that we learn. Now, most of us learn it to some extent when we're very young. We learn it without being taught it consciously. It's something that we pick up through our interaction with our carers and those people around us. But when we learn this skill, it's how we then apply thoughts to events to, to deal with the way that we feel in, in the most adaptive way that serves us best. So we can adapt our behavior in different ways. The first thing is we want to notice the response that we have and actually name the emotion. So it can be really useful to name what is that emotional response. So what is the emotion? Is it anger? Is it anxiety? Is it sadness? And there's a difference between an emotion and a thought. So the thought is they are annoying, but what's the emotion that you experience as a result? So being able to name that is important. Be aware of what your response is. Be aware of the trigger. What is it that tends to trigger us into that response? And then also think about the consequences of the response that you have. Because we want to be able to change that response. Now, it's very difficult to control an emotion, but we can influence it. So with self-regulation, we can learn to begin to manage some of this response. Now, it's not that we can turn it off, but it's starting to realize that between the event that may stimulate us into a certain response and the response itself, there's a gap. And that gap is where we can have more power to choose how we want to respond. With emotional regulation, we can use various strategies. One method is uh, by beginning to step back from that situation and be changing our thoughts about that situation. We talked about this in other podcasts on ACT, which is acceptance and commitment therapy, and also CBT. When we step back, we can begin to reframe an event. We may start to think, okay, if, if this was somebody else that I know in this situation, how would they respond? So that's one strategy we can use. However, at the moment that we feel that emotion, it can often be really difficult to do that. So there are some other strategies that can help you learn to regulate your emotions more easily over time. And 
two strategies I'm going to teach you today that I think are really useful to practice on an ongoing basis are learning to manage your breathing pattern and also progressive muscle relaxation. Both of these techniques, if you practice daily, they can have a huge influence on your ability to begin to emotionally regulate in a more positive way. Now, these techniques that you don't need to practice just when you're not feeling good. In fact, it's probably better to practice these techniques when you're feeling in a more neutral way. But however you're feeling, make sure you take time to practice them. Now, with breathing, let's talk about this breathing technique first of all. There are many different techniques of breathing that can help you manage your emotional response. And breathing is, is a, can be quite profoundly influential in changing how we feel. Because breathing is highly linked up to our emotions. Now, for a moment, just think back to a time that maybe you were feeling anxious. What happened to your breathing? Now, most people would say that their breathing tend to get faster, or maybe you started breathing more from the chest. Maybe you're trying to take in more breath. That's such a common experience because this is a natural experience when we get into an anxious state. Our body, body's trying to take in more oxygen. The problem is when we try to take in too much oxygen, it can actually feed the sympathetic nervous system response. And it can actually mean that we get more anxious. Or if it's a case of anger, we could get more angry. What could be really useful is focusing on the breath out and also slowing down your breathing. Now, there are many different breathing techniques that you'll read about, and lots of them are really, really useful. I'm just going to take you through one of them that I find is really, really easy for people to remember. And it's called box breathing. And box breathing is a simple technique that you'll find if you search YouTube, you find lots of videos about this that will take you through this as well. But I'm going to take you through this in just a moment. And in box breathing, you focus on slowing down your breathing, both as you breathe in and as you breathe out. And you can also imagine that as you're doing the breath, you're following and tracing the sides of a box. So a box has four sides. So this breathing pattern has four pieces to it. You'll breathe in slowly, and let's say to a count internally of four, and then you hold your breath for that same count, and then you breathe out for that same count, and then you hold your breath for that same count again. And you repeat, you repeat this for maybe four or five cycles. It's a fairly quick and easy technique to do. And I recommend that you practice this three or four times a day. It only takes a couple of minutes each time that you do it. So many people that I teach this technique to find that it has a huge impact on helping them to take the edge off some of the extreme emotions they sometimes ex experience, whether that's anger, whether that's anxiety. Like I said, it won't get rid of it, but it can, it can help take the edge off. And that can be that vital component that can help you transform your behaviors. When you're doing this breathing technique, you also want to focus on breathing from your diaphragm. So that's expanding your rib cage as you breathe in and lowering your rib, rib, and lowering your rib cage as you breathe out. So you want to focus on that movement of your rib cage, expanding as you breathe in 
and lowering as you breathe out. I'm going to take you through this now. If you're listening to this podcast when you're driving or doing any or operating any machinery, this isn't the time to do this exercise. You need to be sitting down. You need to be somewhere that you can just focus on your breath for just a couple of minutes. So let's do this now. So if you're not sitting down already, if you can, find somewhere comfortable that you can sit down. Otherwise, you can do this standing. But I want you to be able to do this when you're focusing fully on your breathing, when you don't have to be paying attention to anything else. So we're going to start in a moment with a slow breath in. You're then going to hold your breath, you'll breathe out and hold your breath. And we repeat that cycle. And for each stage, I'm going to count to four. If that's too long for you, you can do this on your own and shorten that count. Or if it's too slow for you, if it's too fast for you, you can slow it down. So let's do this. So first of all, let go of your current breath of air. So breathe out. Let go of your breath of air. Good. Now breathe in as I count to four. So one, two, three, four. Hold your breath. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. Hold your breath. One, two, three, four. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold your breath. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. Hold your breath. One, two, three, four. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. And hold. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. Hold your breath. One, two, three, four. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold your breath. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. And hold your breath. One, two, three, four. Let's do it one more time. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold your breath. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. And hold. One, two, three, four. Good. And then just bring yourself fully back to the room if you've had your eyes closed and just notice how you're feeling. If you've never done any breathing techniques or exercises before, it's sometimes natural to find that you feel a little bit faint or dizzy. And that's absolutely fine. As you practice it over time, you'll find that it's a very quick way to begin to help you relax, to help you balance and regulate some of your emotional response. So practice this technique maybe three or four times a day. I'm going to take you through one more technique now. This second technique is called progressive muscle relaxation. And again, this is a great way that when you practice it over time can help you begin to regulate your emotions. When we get stressed, when we get anxious, when we get angry, our body tends to tense up. It's a natural response with a fight, flight or freeze response. We have this tension that builds in the body. It happens unconsciously. Part of helping ourselves to regulate our emotional response can be learning to let go of that tension, 
to let the muscles relax. So with progressive muscle relaxation, this is a great way to learn to let go of tension. It's a way to let go of that tension and let the muscles in your body relax, which can help signal to your brain that, you know, we're safe, that we don't need to go into this response. People often practice this technique before they go to sleep. I know a lot of people that use this as a way to help them to drift into sleep more quickly and easily. Or you could do it in the middle of the day. You may notice that you've got tension building up. You take five or 10 minutes, take yourself through this technique, and it can help re-energize you in the middle of the day. Whenever you want to practice it is perfect, but you'll need a little bit of time where you can focus, close your eyes, and preferably be away from any distractions. So again, with this technique, when I take you through it, you can't do this when you're driving, operating machinery. You need to be able to sit down or lie down somewhere. So if you need to, listen to this bit of the podcast later on. I'm going to ask you to tense and relax the different muscle groups in your body. When you tense them, I'll ask you to notice that feeling of the tension. I'll then ask you to take in a deep breath and hold your breath for a moment. Then as you breathe out, let go of the tension. You'll let your muscles relax. As I ask you to tense different parts of your body, you may be tensing some of the parts that I've talked about before, and that's absolutely fine. I want you to focus on the feeling in the area that I'm talking about. And really importantly, if you have any injuries in any muscles of your body or any areas of your body, or there's any sort of pain or discomfort, don't tense those areas. Only tense the areas of your body that you can do so to a level that doesn't cause pain. I mean, it will be a little uncomfortable because tension is uncomfortable, but it shouldn't hurt. So make sure that when you do this technique, you only tense to a level that is okay and manageable for you. So let's go through this now. So first of all, find somewhere to sit or lie down comfortably. And in a moment, I'll ask you to close your eyes. So make sure this is a time that you can do this. So I'm gonna give you a moment now. Just make yourself as comfortable as possible. And if it's okay for you to do so, just close your eyes. We're going to start by tensing the lower part of your body, moving up to your head. So let's start with your feet and toes. Tense your feet, tense your toes, really scrunch up your toes. Feel that tension in your feet and your toes, really tense them up. Notice what that tension feels like. Whether that tension is hard or soft, whether that's it almost feels warm or cold or how that tension feels in your body. Take in a deep breath and hold your breath for a moment. Good, now breathe out and let go. Let go of that tension in your feet and your toes. Let your toes spread out. Feel the weight of your feet wherever they're resting. Notice what the relaxation feels like when you've let go of the tension. How does that feel different? 
Now let's tense your lower legs, so your calves. So tense your lower legs, your shins, your calves. You may need to tense up your whole legs to do that. That's fine, but notice the tension, that feeling of tension in the lower part of your legs. Notice what that feels like. Again, how does that tension feel? Maybe a little bit uncomfortable. Hold on to it for just a few moments more. Take in a deep breath and hold your breath for a moment. Now breathe out and let go of the tension. So let the lower parts of your legs relax. So let go of the tension. Notice the weight of your legs, the weight of your feet, wherever they're resting. Now let's move on to your thighs, so your upper legs. Tense your thighs, tense your hamstrings, tense your gluteals. So tense your upper legs and feel that tension in the upper part of your legs. So tense them as much as you can until you notice a little bit of discomfort. Again, if it hurts, don't tense it that much. But notice that tension. What does that tension feel like? Hold on to it for just a moment more. Take in a deep breath and hold your breath for a moment. And breathe out and let go of the tension. Let your legs relax. Let your thighs relax. Let your hamstrings relax. Your gluteals relax. Feel the weight of your legs. Good. Now let's move on to your hands. Tense your hands. Maybe tense your hands into fists. Feel the tension in your hands, your knuckles, your palms, your forearms. Feel that tension in your hands, your fists, your forearms. Hold on to that tension for a moment longer. Feel that tension. Notice what that tension feels like. And when you're ready, take in a deep breath and hold your breath for a moment. Now breathe out. And as you breathe out, let your arms relax. Feel the weight of your forearms, the weight of your hands. Let your forearms, your hands relax. Let your fingers spread out. You might even notice a little warmth or tingling in your fingers, which is completely natural when you let go of tension. Notice the difference in that feeling when you let go. Now tense your upper arms and your shoulders, tense the rest of your arms. You might lock your arms out, feel the tension in your shoulders, the tension in your upper arms. Hold on to that tension for a few moments longer. Notice that tension in your upper arms, your shoulders. Taking a deep breath, hold your breath. And breathe out and relax. Let your shoulders relax down as you breathe out. Let your arms relax. Feel the weight of your arms. Good. Letting go. Now tensing your stomach, tense your back. Tensing your stomach, your chest, your back. Hold on to that tension in your body. Notice that tension like you're bracing yourself for an impact. Notice that tension, what it feels like in your body. Hold on to it for a moment longer. Take in a deep breath. Hold your breath for a moment. Breathe out and let go. Let go of the tension. Relax your stomach. Relax your back. Relax your neck, your shoulders. 
let go. And finally, your face and your head. Tense your face, tense your eyes, tense your jaw, tense the top of your head. Feel that tension through your face, your eyes, your head. Notice that tension, what it feels like. Then take in a deep breath and hold your breath for a moment. And breathe out and let go. Let go of that tension. Let your eyes relax. Let your jaw relax. Let the top of your head relax. Down the back of your head to your neck. Relax. Let go of any tension from your face and your head. And just take a moment to scan through your body. All the way from the top of your head, down your neck, your shoulders, your arms, your hands, through your body, your legs, to your feet and toes. Notice what it feels like to have let go and allow the muscles to relax. And only when you're ready, just bring yourself slowly back to the room. So when you're ready, opening your eyes and notice how you feel. Hopefully you found that you could relax a little bit with this exercise. Now, if you're not used to relaxing, you may need to practice this several times before you really let yourself relax. And that's absolutely fine. Maybe practice this once a day and over time you can do it without the recording and you can probably do it a lot more quickly, maybe just in two or three minutes. It's a great exercise to notice that tension that builds up in the body and then releasing it. I wish you a happy new year. Please tune in next week, press subscribe and share this podcast with anybody that you think might benefit.